Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. coming in, exposing these liars and thieves from hell. It's just absolutely amazing. I've all I've got the one line done for the Social Security, which I'm going to be going over <coughs> in a minute. But I found out some more amazing information because I am validating the thing that I hadn't looked at for about 11 years is this Congressional Review <coughs> of Regulations. And it's found in 5 U.S.C. 600 series and 5 U.S.C. 800 series. And uh, see, you know, what's amazing is I looked at this stuff back, what, 11 years or 10, 12 years ago, marked it all up, I just didn't know everything I had. You know, you uh, the knowledge and wisdom that I have today, it just it leaps out at me. And what's amazing is that I could have missed it back then, but then, of course, uh, it's like anything. Uh, we grow, and we learn how to read and understand that we're up against a bunch of Satan's minions, they have overthrown our republic, and they're everywhere. They're at Comrade Biden and all that nonsense. We got him in Congress. Uh, we got him in the state legislatures. We got him in the state agencies. We got him in the federal agencies. We got him in corporations. I mean, they're just everywhere. They're in the ministry, quote, ministry. Oh, there's a whole bunch of the evangelical. There's Lunier a tune. Uh, that's what I really like about uh, 
Brendan House. Um, he calls it out just like what it is, based on fact. What a novel idea. We, this is the thing we're lacking. But we don't understand. So how do we fight something you don't understand? I saw down in Florida, they're lined up for miles to get tested for the new variant. Really? you got to be kidding me. I wonder how many of those have already had their, quote, COVID-19 bioweapon. That's what's happening. Where it doesn't do anything except get you infected, do all sorts of things depending on what flavor you got. You get AI in it. You get microorganisms in it. Uh, it kills your immune system. You may die from it. You'll get sick from it. You'll get around and create a new variant, a real one, that by transference or shedding gets somebody else sick just being in, around you. That's what's really going on. But, oh, no, we can't have the truth. It's amazing what fear does. It's just amazing. A lack of understanding. All these people, they don't see much of it up here where I am. We still got a few uh, idiots that are running around with masks on, even in their car, uh, so that they can't infect the steering wheel, I guess. I don't know. God, you can't cure stupid. It's just unbelievable. But you don't see much of that out here in Wasilla. Anchorage has still got a bunch of blithering idiots like the big cities and a lot of the lower 48, like California and New York. <clears throat> so... But it's amazing. I got around and I challenged in our divisions of elections. I finally found out the person that's in charge of the divisions of elections, a woman, she's the one that gets around and made the decision to do the Dominion machines. But I was assured by her underling that there was no problem in Alaska. They were not connected to the Internet. And they did a complete audit and everything proved down. Yeah, right. Uh huh. Sign me up. I got a hold of them last week. A couple of days later, I get from Matsu Burrow three certified letters. Ralph, your property has been uh, admitted to be in foreclosure, and you got till February to redeem it. I've been telling you guys, bring it on. They did. I goosed them, and they brought it on. Fine. I got the stuff to shut down every foreclosure in Alaska. We'll see how much luck I have at it. I'm getting to be a dangerous guy. Because I've got a just every day I keep getting just a much better thorough understanding of this con, of how they're doing it and what they're doing. And that's really important if you're going to go up against these guys. But the some of the stuff that I was found out, uh, it's just amazing. And then I'm going to talk about Social Security, maybe probably the second hour. I might get to it the first hour, but probably the second hour. i got to bring up the stuff here so I don't misquote it. But I found some astounding stuff. I just, I just it just sits by, you, you know, you just say, how, how, how have they been getting away with this? Because we don't know. We just don't have a clue. How would we know? I went into this congressional review stuff, and what I was wanting to know, what do they call it? They call it a congressional review. And before any of these agency rules go into effect. They have to give Congress a copy and the Comptroller, Comptroller General a copy. And then stating whether it's a major rule, which means that it's spending over $100 million. Well, the thing that I was wanting to know is what did they do to stop it? Because I know they have stopped it, but I've been so long I just haven't looked at it. For what they do is Congress gets around, Senate, and they put in what's called a joint resolution. So the IRS is doing this stuff. 
and all the other ones. And they put, they sent it over to Congress and they sent it to the comptroller. And then, it looks like, I, I thought it was six months, but I was wrong. It's 60 days. It looks like 60 days. Congress has 60 days to file in a joint resolution. Okay? So now we have Congress giving a limited delegation of power, which they don't, to a federal agency which sits outside the Constitution that is mandated if it's going to try to pull anything over our, any wool over our eyes, they have general applicability and legal effect. They have to put it in the federal register. But then that's only the first part of the federal register part, general applicability and legal effect. And then to have it have force and effect of law, there is a formal part, and it finally got that nailed down. They have to have public participation, which means a proposed rule. They say they're doing 553B. A final rule, they've answered the notice and comments, say they're doing 553. Then they wait 30 days. Then Congress, if all that ever happened, well, I've never seen one yet. You know, I've never, I've never seen one yet. It's like when I was... Back home, and they told me we were going to go snipe hunting. You betcha, I never saw a sniping out there either. Although they do exist, I guess. But, uh, uh, what can I say? So then, this is what I was interested in. When it's a joint resolution, and then what do they say? What's the word they use? Do they repeal it? Or what? It's disapproves. They put in a disapproval. And then the president can sign it. Now here's the here's where we run into some logic that I was researching out that is a problem here. This doesn't take a law degree, this just takes common sense logic. Congress supposedly enact statutes if they're signed by the president or overcome by a view. So we call them statutes. Now Congress can also, by this other means, go around the merry-go-round, send it over to a federal agency, most of sit outside the Constitution that Congress just made up, and if they actually did a formal rulemaking, which means they have a proposed rule with notice and comment, a final rule with notice and comment, or the or comments, and then they wait 60 or 30 days with the notice and comment, and then Congress looks it over, has 60 days, and say, well, my, 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 what did my little federal agency do? And so within 60 days, Congress can say, no, I disapprove. And they call it a disapproval. And then the president can sign it or not. Well, you see, here's the kicker. We start at the same process. Congress makes statutes. They don't say statutes of the United States. Now, that's why I'm not saying that. They make statutes. They leave it open-ended. There's a reason why I'm saying that. Just statutes. Just like when they say make law. What kind of law? So they make statutes. Everybody agrees Congress enacts statutes, and they're codified in the United States Code, most of them. There's a lot of them aren't, like the Internal Revenue Code. It's never been codified, because they can't. They, they, they can't constitutionally get away with it, so they just leave it. But the courts have said, well, they don't make, no, never mind. It's the same wording, so wink, wink, blink, blink. But anyway, so Congress enacts statutes. Now, they also go around the merry-go-round. They send over to a federal agency that they created through the Federal Register Act. If it's going to come back at the people, it has to be in the Federal Register. And then if it's going to have the forced effect of law, it's got to go according to the Administrative Procedures Act of 1946. So it has to have a formal public participation of a proposed rule, notice and comment, final rule, answering the comments, 
30 days notice and comment to go into effect 60 more days where Congress can put in a disapproval then it is taken to be like a statute that's what they say but at the force effect of law it's like a statute now here's the problem one of many who can take a statute and say it's no good only the judiciary they only have the authority to take a statute now Congress can repeal or something that's fine but only the judiciary and their judicial power can take a statute and say no no that part's no good now here is Congress going around the bush they don't repeal anything they just say it's under disapproval is the words they disapprove of it now the disapproval of something that's supposed to have the force and effect of all just like a statute you're starting to see a problem here is that disapproval is that a judicial act some of the courts say yeah that's a judicial act because they're disapproving they're making something that looks like it is taken as a statute and say no it don't we're just we're gonna we're gonna strike it down now that's a big question and it looks like nobody's really on point asked that question they've danced around it but it's like everything else we just we just kind of go wink wink blink blink uh, Congress can do a disapproval and we'll just kind of let it slide because nobody really cares. So what Congress can't do, they could do, uh, repeal something, but they won't do that. All they're doing is sending out the federal agencies to do the dirty work. Congress is sitting behind the scenes hiring front men called federal agencies and they're flunkies come out and pound on you and me with regulations of which they can turn around and say no we don't want to use that one totally illogical that's what they're doing and they're getting away with it they have for decades many 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 decades because you see the first thing is there's no formal that I've seen regulations having the forced effect of law, but we just don't talk about it. I see in these court cases, they will bring up like 60, uh, Title 26, 6331, which is your lien, levy, and restraint to take your stuff. And I've seen them put right behind it. They will cite the statute, semicolon, then they will cite the regulation, 26 CFR 301 period 6331 which is a housekeeping reg but they just cite them together and then nobody questions the fact that the, the regulation is BS nobody wants to talk about nobody understands very few people understand and it does exist I've proven it with their stuff and them admitting it federal agencies to they're doing something called administrative legislation this is something that Congress created that is so screwed up it takes a while to wade through the nonsense and get to the meat but the first thing is you have to remember always if a federal agency is talking they have to talk through some Thing that's published in the Federal Register and the only other thing you have to remember to get through all the garbage you search at the bottom of the Federal Register publications for a proposed and a final rule that says we're doing 553 B in parenthesis that's it
folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then Common Core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing knowledge and knowledge is power with knowledge their bombardment is nullified folks with that as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world and you are i want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself how much of that knowledge did i obtain from republic broadcasting network how high has my consciousness been raised since i've been a listener how fast am i now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a republic broadcasting listener How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? I have another update on the fundraising situation. We can accept PayPal through the RBN site. You can mail in cash, check or money order, made out to RBN, made out to RBN. The postal address is 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. If you send in a check or money order, it needs to be made out to RBN, just the three letters, RBN. And if you have any questions, call 800 724 2719 extension 3. Feel free to call on in uh, on this issue and we'll try and get you squared away. The network thanks you. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from simplycleanfoods.net, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Right now, Amazon Prime members will receive fast two-day shipping. Go to simplycleanfoods.net. That's simplycleanfoods.net. But do it today. Okay. I've got several other amazing things, but I'm going to go over this one a couple times because if I start off with a statute, House, Senate, President, I've signed it or overcome by a bit. So we can start off with a, a, a baseline of a statute. Congress has created another way to arrive at what the courts call a statute. Now, this is the one way. House, they have to have a vote, counted, not voice. They have to have a Senate, counted, not voice, signed by Comrade Biden or some other yahoo. It's called the President of the United States, or it's overcome by two-thirds vote in both by a, a count. That's the bicameral system we have to make a, quote, statute. That makes a statute. Now, Congress has came up with another way, with the aid of the courts, to go around this. They get around and they create, Congress created federal agencies. Most of them outside the Constitution. There's no authority. They just did it. But it's for a class of people called citizens of the United States. Those of where they have plenary power. That's in the District of Columbia and territories. And they get us under the Buck Act. We're deemed to be in a federal area. And we are deemed to keep signing up for benefits. That's how they snag us. But every benefit is separate. So anyway, Congress created this federal agency and they were a class of people that they have plenary power over. And they said, because we want to make it look good, we have to have notice and comment. 
So they said, are you fictional uh, federal agencies for every document that has general applicability and legal effect shall be in the federal register. That's so you and I can have notice. We get up and check every morning the hundreds of filings. You betcha. But this called general applicability and legal effect. Every document that is even going to think about touching us has to be in the federal register. So these agencies methodically publish everything but the kitchen sink. And if it's there, it's judicially, it's noticed judicially. That means there's no further evidence, like DNA. And if it ain't there, you can tell the federal agency to take a hike. That's the first game. The second game is the Administrative Procedures Act. I want to sort through this pile of garbage, and it is a pile of garbage, and see if anything might have application to me. All I have to do is go at the very bottom Look at every look at the Federal Register publications. Now, if it's IRS and it starts off with 26 CFR 301, you automatically 301 is housekeeping. That's 5 USC 301 internal. There are 706 of them. But I got more evidence coming up here that's just mind-boggling. So anyway, what I did with Social Security, I went through it's a 301 reg. And I went through every one of the other regulations to see what they are, which I'm going to talk about later in the show. But anyway, all you do is search just simply 553 B in parenthesis. If it's not there in a proposed rule, it's BS. It's garbage. If it's there and they say we're not going to abide by it, it's still garbage. If there's a notice and comment and it ain't there, it's still garbage. There's only one thing. It has to say we're doing it and we're having notice and comment. And it has to be in a proposed and final rule. That's it. That's all there is to it. Then they can wait 30 days. That's supposed to happen too. With the, But that's the unimportant part of this. That's all there is to it. Then Congress said we're going to assume that they actually made a formal force and effect of law rule. See, they call it substantive rights or legislative rule. Now I know why they do that, too, but I'll get to that next hour. So anyway, Congress has got 60 days. And if they don't do anything, then we're back to it has the effect of a statute. Now, but if it has the effect of a statute, Congress can come along and put in a joint resolution called a disproval. And if it's both of them, a House and a Senate, agree on the president, it's disproved. Well, now, wait a minute. Is that what they're disproving? Is it a statute? They're not repealing something. What is it? The courts, most of them say, well, it's the opposite. If it's approval... The disapproval is the same thing. It's like a judicial determination. Something's rotten in Denmark here. How do you make a statute going around the merry-go-round and bypass the bicameral way that Congress or the Constitution set up? You can't. But nobody has ever bought this. They don't put these pieces together that they print. They print this stuff, by the way. It's just a matter of knowing it. And amazingly, I didn't catch it. I highlighted it 12 years ago. I knew I was on the trail of something, but I'm like a detective. I don't know what the clues mean. I'm not experienced yet. Now I just it's just like cutting through hot butter. So that's a big issue. They can go around the merry-go-round and make a statute, or we can do the bicameral and make a statute. Which is it? You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
Hey gang, Patrick Slattery here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and the new app, Koshertified, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food, regardless of their religious faith or identity. Its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food-conscious people. So why not check out the kosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the Koshertified app can make a huge difference for your future. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. For over 20 years now, Extendivite has proven time and again, it really works. Here is a testimonial from Amazon.com. I received an arterial switch at birth. In my mid-20s, I started getting slight runs of NSVT. Nothing too serious, but enough to cause worry. I started taking Extendivite a little over two years ago, and it helped cut the palpitations and NSVT down drastically. This isn't a cure-all supplement. I strongly recommend a good diet and exercise to aid in any heart troubles you may be having. And I strongly recommend giving Extendivite a try. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Mentioned publications talking about initial regulatory flexibility. We're not; they don't have to worry about it. I says, well, if you're going to go to war, you want to know everything that you can about your enemy, so you can use everything you know to de- to uh, slay that sucker. So I looked up this initial reg- flexitory analysis nonsense. It's in five USC six hundred series. 601, 2, 3, 4, and all those, right in that area. And I'm sitting here, and I like to fell out of the chair. 603, Initial Regulatory Flexibility Analysis. Whenever an agency is required by Section 553 of this title, okay, that's for a substantive or legislative rule, or any other law, to publish a general notice of proposed rulemaking for a proposed rule, or... Or now, this is something different, publishes a notice of proposed rulemaking for an interpretive rule involving the internal revenue laws of the United States. The flexibility is for interpretive rules of the internal revenue laws of the United States. I said, you got to be kidding me. They're admitting that's all they're doing is interpretive rules which are housekeeping, and they don't apply to you or me. And they're admitting it. Oh, but it gets better. In the case of an interpretive rule involving the internal revenue laws of the United States, this chapter applies to interpretive rules published in the Federal Register 
for codification in the Code of Federal Regulation, but only to the extent that interpretive rules impose on small entities a collection of information requirements. Small entities! Little businesses! And they specifically spell out interpretive. Whoa! I said, you can, I can't make this stuff up. This is getting better all the time. This flexibility is only for interpretive rules of the IRS. So then, let's see, let's go to, uh, that's 603, 5 U.S.C. 603. Uh, I can skip 602, uh, five, uh, 605 is a little more complicated, so I'm just going to skip that one. <sighs> but let's go to 604. When an agency promulgates a final rule under 553, this title, that's the, supposed to be the formal stuff, as being required by that section or any other law to publish a general notice of proposed rulemaking, or, well, this is different, promulgates a final interpretive rule involving the internal revenue Laws as def defined in 603A shall prepare a final regulatory flexible analysis, blah, 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 for the number of entities and if it's over $100 million or something, I don't know, so much of garbage, who cares about all that? But they're talking again. It separates out a proposed and a final rule that's interpretive for the federal income tax loss. I just can't make anything up like that. Uh, just, I'm shocked. Hard to believe, huh? Because I already know this and I proved it, but this is another way. This is on the congressional side by their act. They're saying, we are making proposed and final interpretive rules for the IRS. They separated out in those sections. Okay? Then, I found another one that's really good in this stuff. This is in 601. And boy, is this one going to cause them problems. Whoa. The term agency is the same thing as in 551, number one. That's fine. Federal agency or agency, we don't care. Number two. This was in 5 U.S.C. 601, definitions. You always want to go to definitions. The term rule in quotation mark means any rule for which an agency published a general notice of proposed rulemaking provided to Section 553 of this title or any other law, comma, including any rule of general applicability governing federal grants to state and local governments for which the agency provides an opportunity for notice and public comment. Then they say it doesn't include rates, wages, corporate and financial structures, reorganizations, all that. Whoa! Do you know what they just said? You see, I've already found the Supreme Court said Congress can offer incentives to the people or to the state. But guess what we got to have? We've got to have a notice and comment that the state is getting ready to screw us for money. That's important. They have to give us notice and comment, just like for the, quote, national side, where we're considered under what's called the public rights, which means there are no individual rights. We're part of a, a herd, a group of idiots called citizens of the United States that don't know any better. So now they have to give us, if they are offering federal grants to state and local governments, there's supposed to be a federal register publication so that we have notice that we're about to get screwed. Now let's take the state plan that started back in 1935 for the unemployment because we wanted to have universal unemployment because we got a depression and we got all these poor folks and we've been screwing left and right and we want to hand out money to them. Consistent. So they sold it. 
States lined up. Oh, gimme, gimme, gimme. And they took it. So what is the state plan? I have them for every state. If you've never seen one, the 2019, I got to update 2020 or find where I can get the 2021. Uh, so it'll be out. It'll be 2022. They, they tend to stay basically the same. When you got a good con going, the state plan is a lengthy document. It covers all of your divorces, your driver's licenses, garnishment if you don't pay your child support, you're a deadbeat dad, adoptions, we give away bounties on adoption. Get them while they're young. That's what Congress said. We And we put a bounty. If you can exceed the quota, we'll give you lots and lots of money to take and tear up families. Oh, yeah. I think we used to call that slavery. Selling what's a man or a woman for amount of money. And the judge is audited for the amount of money he makes because they're all in on it. The, the law guys, the Department of Law, they're all getting a little piece of the pie. So this really, really helps my budget. Oh, God, let's get some more children and put them in foster homes where they vanish. Can't think of her name where that congressman down in Georgia found out that these vanishing children were being going into sex trafficking, leaving Florida, and next thing you know, she's dead, and so's her husband. But he supposedly killed her, and nobody wanted to investigate. No, it's a, it's a slam dunk. Yeah, that's what goes on. We can get them into foster care where we can have pedophiles, and then we can have them run away from home and we don't know where they went and they just go into sex uh, trafficking and they get shipped God knows where. Isn't that just a slick idea? Here we have, though, a real one. Now, boy, this is one you want number 5, USC 601, number 2. This can be used against all of these states on their state plans. They are accepting federal grant money, and I don't know of anything. They have regulations that says the judiciary has to have a cooperative agreement with the executive, the child slavers, with the law departments, and all the other folks. Those are their regulations, and we'll give you money. Did you know that? Now, if you haven't seen the state plan for your state, send me an email at irs at alaskaminuteman.com. This is a killer. Five USC 601 definitions, including here, <clears throat> including any rule of general applicability governing federal grants to state and local governments with the agency provides an opportunity for public notice and public comment. How come we're not getting cut? How come we don't know what they're doing? Because they're not telling us. But if you don't know, oh, what are you going to do? I don't like to do child custody stuff because most people are, well, I'm going to be nice to the judge because if I piss the judge off, well, then he's, yeah, right. Okay, that's like going in front of one of <clears throat> Satan's demons and say, you know, I'll be nice to the demon and he won't he won't take my soul. Oh, you bitchin'. Mm -hmm. Sign me up. I know what happens when you goose the beast. I goosed him with the Supreme Court thing and Walmart and all that donations and money stolen and promise cards and all that all came about. And then I get around and I goose the division uh, uh, division of elections, and next thing you know, they want to foreclose. But I've been telling them, come on down, you suckers. I'm glad they did it. We're going to see. We're going to have a pissing match. 
a real old down-to-earth pissing match. Because, you see, it's black and white. Their judgment is in the 3rd Judicial District. And the, quote, laws, the statutes of Alaska say 3rd District. And the Alaska Bar says, we are going to create administrative districts and rename the courts, change the venue. And then we're going to get a whole bunch of attorneys signed up under oath Rule 5 and 64, and we're all going to play outside over here in la-la land, and all these stupid Alaskans will not have a clue, and none of them got the guts to do anything about it. And that's what's been happening since 1959 and 1974. They totally overthrew the court system in Alaska, and they print it. It's on the Internet. They don't even hide it. But nobody wants to piss off the judge. Really. It doesn't really bode well when you do when they got me trying to help the Chickaloon War Hoops, which I learned a lesson. Those that won't help themselves walk away. I bought their license. I put the judge under citizen's risk before we started the, quote, kangaroo trial. <laughs> and he pounded on me. Good. Six months jail, five months suspended, $5,000 fine. 4,000 suspended, five years probation. I couldn't get in trouble. Every year I had to show up on a minor misdemeanor like I was a felony, and I spent a, year, a month in the pokey. And they brought me in in the middle and said, Ralph, you know, you can get out if you do this. And I lit into that judge and told him where he could put it right up his yin-yang and bring it out of his mouth. He sat there with his jaw on the tape. I'm not going to bow to these suckers. I'm going to go out on my feet because I'm on the wet inside. They thought they would get me to bow down. Oh, not going to happen. we got to stand up, folks, or we're going to lose it. But it takes knowledge and wisdom. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is an amazing fine. Can you if the, if the states are getting grant, they're supposed to give us a way to notice and comment. i got a case I'm working on on compost where they're using sewage regulations which don't exist. So obviously I'd say, you know, I'm sure you guys have the federal regulation or the federal regu regular, yeah, regulations where they give you notice and comment. And by the way, how much money did you get for doing this? Oh, you don't have any regulations for this patented process. This guy has a patented process to take any organic cats, cows, dogs, garbage, uh, whatever. And in two years, he comes out with the absolute pathogen-free compost that outperforms any fertilizer, and it's organic. And they shut him down with no evidence. Went to court with no discovery. How do you go to court with no discovery and find out what the other guy's got? Because it was rigged. Fertilizer companies are paying him to shut him down. Well, let's see where this goes. I'm working on it. been working on it off and on for a couple of months now. And I'm going after all these IRS agents now. We've got one here. I'm going to be going after him. This other thing that I found, we're going to see what they do. Because they're interpretive rules. They're admitting they're interpretive rules. Got recordings of two IRS people, him and his boss. They don't even know what the Federal Register does. We use the code in the Internal Revenue Manual. By the way, we lost the case on the petition for rehearing on the Mooney case, 20-1714. The petition for rehearing was put before the Supreme Idiots on the 10th, and they come out on the 13th and said no, denied. So what I did, I wrote him a letter. Every Supreme Court justice, I wrote each of them a letter. I'm going to be publishing it. And I said, you know, if a farm boy that has never been to law school can take your decision on the Affordable Care Act and in 15 minutes determine that you guys are, I didn't put the full up, S-H-I-T or whatever, but it was along that lines, that it's BS, let's put it that way. I'm a farm boy. Yeah, I've been blessed with an IQ and some common sense and logic. So what? We all get different blessings. 
I read this. All I do is read this junk. It takes practice like anything. You don't get to be an expert or even good at anything until you, you spend some time at it. That's all I do with Westlaw. And if you don't have Westlaw, by the way, anybody that's wanting a seat or to share a seat, get a hold of me. There's some available. Or get a group of people. Get seven or eight people. It's a little over $300. I got a heck of a deal from Westlaw the last time. Went down from 400 and something. Get 10 people. $30 a month. Five people. And you can go in and I will show you how to use it. In about 30 minutes. 15 normal, but 30 minutes. I can't teach you how to read everything, but I can sure as I'll help you. I look up stuff for people that's on my list. Whether you pay or not. We got to wake up, folks. Our republic hangs by a thread because we are being lied to. We got all these people with this, this fear of this virus that technically don't even exist, but we're going to give you a bioweapon that's going to kill you, maim you, give you a your body so it creates one that you can be shed or transferred to somebody else that is really dangerous and you're going to line up for it. I saw down in Florida cars lined up for miles to get tested for this new variant. Are they, is a variant not the people that have had the shot? The bioweapon that doesn't do a damn thing except it is a death shot to kill or maim you or to, so you can create a bioweapon. That's what it's doing. It's also to alter your DNA, some of them. So we are going to bring back, build back better. You betcha. God made the DNA for a man and a woman. But Satan says, I'm going to build back better. We're going to get in and patch your DNA. God knows what you're going to have. Uh, that movie, Dr. Moreau, something or other that they made where he was patching animals and people. That's what they're doing. And people are lining up for it. I don't know what to say. Can't cure stupid. Ignorant and illiterate can, but stupid you can't. And I'm beginning to think we got too many stupid people. I just can't believe that people haven't caught on to it. But of course they watch CNN and Fox and all these other ones. Instead of going to frankspeech.com, especially at uh, 4 o'clock, it'd be 8 o'clock Eastern time, Brandon House puts out a 30-minute like old uh, regular news folks do, like uh, uh, Ingram or Hannity or Tucker or one of them. 30 minutes of just stuff that'll just shock the living daylights out of you. And they have guests on with real facts. Top doctors in the world. Peter McCullough, top heart doctor. doctor. Karen Kingston, ex-Pfizer, with documents. They admit they knew they were going to kill us, and they admit they're doing it, and they admit they're doing it for money. And yet people line up and say, what, what can I get my shot? What can I get my vaccination? There's a variant out there. God almighty. It's frustrating. You can't cure those. You can't help those that won't help themselves. I learned that. Check a loon. I'd say, just walk away. You're a lemming. You want to jump off the cliff? Hey, let me know how it is when you land. I don't hear from them. Not my problem. Can't save those that don't want to save themselves. They have to do it themselves. You can help them, but if they don't want your help, you just walk away. And most don't. What they think they know is a problem that's not so, and you're not going to penetrate that, and that's amazing. It's just absolutely amazing. Oh, I don't know. Anyways... Uh, I'm going to go into the Social Security stuff next hour. 
But it may, I'm going to go over this. This is amazing. We start off with a statute in a bicameral way. Congress created another way. We're going to use federal agencies that we created out of thin air. It's got to be in the federal register. So we have notice and comment. Then it has to go through the APA, a formal way, proposed and final rule. You just check on 553B. That's all you do. Check on any regulation, 553B. If it's there and say they're abiding by it, you probably better have some heart medicine because it'll shock the daylights. You're not going to see one. Never seen one yet. They say it's impractical, unnecessary, not in the public interest. Or they'll say we're not going to do it. Or they leave it out. Or they just say we're doing notice and comment. They got four million ways of doing it. Or Congress even said, like on this uh, uh, OSHA, we are going to give OSHA, because you're such a good agency, we're bypassing the whole EPA. We don't need <coughs> force and effect. Just go over and declare an emergency and do anything you want. I kid you not. And then we'll call it a mandate, which can only come from a court. But everybody says, oh, well, it's a mandate. i got to do it. Mandates come from two places, Caesars, dictators, <coughs> and courts that have to judgment. That's it. And everybody, nobody wants to look up the word mandate. Why? Why would I do a mandate? I don't care if you mandate me to go to the bathroom every 10 minutes. You can mandate to me to jump off the cliff. Does that mean I should jump off a cliff? I don't think so. Well, this is a killer because they use disapproval and somehow after it goes all the way around the merry-go-round and <clears throat> nobody does anything and it's not formal, doesn't have the force and effect of law, it's accepted as a law. Nobody challenges it. It's accepted as a statute. And they just put the code and the regulation together, 301 rigs with the IRS, which are really obvious. But you see them sometimes right together. They just put a semicolon between it and nobody checks the validity. Codes can't reach us, and neither can those regulations because they have no force and effect of law to begin with. How can Congress go clear around the merry-go-round and use something called a disapproval of something that's supposed to be a statute. Stop and think about that. It's totally illogical. Common sense tells you they can't, but they're doing it. I know, but they don't do many disapprovals, so it's not a big issue. Our sellout up here, Comrade Murkowski, did that on the carbon dioxide thing, but she just didn't bring the right issue. She did, It was just a show. They do this for show. Boy, try to find it. Yeah, right. With both arms tied behind you and on your knees. You betcha. Mm-hmm. Well, the next hour, I'm going to get into the Social Security and some of that. Because I'm getting close to getting the letter. Now, I've got the one line down. I've just got a couple little about another hour or two to put in the lean stuff. But uh, got that researched out, and I'll be publishing that back in a minute. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. We here at RBN are working with Front Sight Firearms Training Institute to bring our audience the best in combat, tactical, and defensive firearms training. Whether you're a private citizen who is new to firearms or you have a concealed weapon permit and want a level of training that surpasses what you've received from your local gun range, Front Sight provides priceless education and skills taught by seasoned law enforcement, military, and private citizen instructors to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standard. With nearly a million responsible citizens trained from every town, city, and state from across the United States, Front Sight has bolstered the Patriot movement to a whole new level. Contact Dan Sutterfield by phone at 573-762-2356 or 573-465-2356 or shoot him an email 
at domedan, D-O-M-E-D-A-N, at hotmail.com. This is a limited time opportunity. Don't miss it. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to...